Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Can you hear me? Sue, I can hear you. Yay! We're here. We're queer. Well, we're not queer, but that's okay. Get used to us anyways. <laughs> okay, after all that technical rigmarole, it's a good thing I schedule these shows for two hours. It's so a very good thing. I have no what, idea, uh, but everybody's show went down, so it was kind of, it was weird. It just, I couldn't get in, you couldn't get in, nobody could get in. Nope. And actually, when I did get in, they just kicked me out. It's just, it, it's such a rude little system. It really does need a, a severe thrashing. And so, hi everybody. Hopefully everybody in the chat room can hear us, I'm hoping. Um, I'm Dr. Sue. This is Joe. We're here. This is In Bed with Dr. Sue. And we're here to educate, uplift, and probably seduce you into the world of kink. We're here every other Tuesday at 10 p.m. And if you missed out on previous shows, you can always find them here on Blog Talk Radio. Okay, if the system's working. Or you can go to my site, because I have archives on my site, or you can hit up iTunes and download it as a podcast. So, remember, call in now because you can. 646-478-3644. You will be sitting in the queue, and we will be discussing financial domination with our special guest, Mistress Kiara. But right now, I have to bring in my sexy co-host, Joey. How are you? I am well-rested after my vacation in the Hamptons, Dr. Sue. (gasps) Yay! And I want everyone to know that Joe had a birthday. Joe had a birthday while he was on vacation. So, everybody say happy birthday, Joe. That'll tell me if they can hear us in the chat room, too. There you go. There we go. Ta-da! Cool. Did you see that thing this week on Pussy Riot? Did you, did you? I did. What do you think of that? <laughs> uh, you know, I cannot believe some of the comments that come out of people's mouths. I just can't. It, it, it's No, 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 no. I'm talking Pussy Riot, the band. This is two different things. You're thinking of Aikens. Oh, I'm thinking of Aikens. No. Pussy Riot was, a f- it was four girls a punk band in Russia, just got sentenced to two years in prison for singing a song against Putin. And their charge was hooliganism. 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 They were just being little hooligans. 
come on. A bunch of little girls are just, you know, what, you can't handle the pressure, dude? Like, <laughs> hello? I don't know. I just, it, it, some things still shock and amaze me that it's now 2012 and this crap is still going on. It's like what Aiken said, too. Like, excuse me, can maybe you people come out from under your rocks for five minutes? It would be kind of nice. You can dream. Well, what did you what did you think of what Aiken said? Don't be so quiet. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was jumping the gun because that just. I mean, and you're right. In this day and age, for people to say such remarks are just it's it's incredible. Well, and for those of you who don't know what this fool. Um, Representative Aikens, and yeah, I'm saying he's a fool. I'll go there. I know some people are afraid to say it, but the guy, I, it just doesn't even make sense. Made the, moron, the moronic remark of, um, he claimed rape-induced pregnancies are rare because, and I quote, if it's a legitimate rape, the female body has ways to try to shut that whole thing down. Okie dokie. What exactly is the whole thing? <laughs> Just, I guess maybe you're supposed to spontaneously abort or something. I have no idea. <laughs> Apparently, you're, the the vagina somehow attacks this thing because they know it's legitimate. Now, see, there's a difference between regular rape and legitimate rape. Yeah, now, how your body knows that, I do not know. <laughs> It really is. It is. But the question is, how do these people get elected after this? Well, and that's what's scary to me. First of all, the fact that Mittens, I call him Mittens, the fact that Mittens is on the ticket at all frightens me because this is a man, people please remember this, that tied his dog to the top of his station wagon and even admits doing it. And you're considering him to run the country? <laughs> I'm really hoping that someone wakes up. It's really scary. <laughs> I don't even live in the country anymore, and it's scary. No. I don't like it. Because you know that Canada will just do whatever you guys do anyway, so... Well, actually, we tried to follow your health care system for a while. They didn't. <laughs> okay, well, we're not going to go down that. <laughs> <laughs> That's for some political show. Isn't that for uh, NPR or something? <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is a far cry from NPR. This is. Although, if we were on NPR, I'm sure they would shut us down. Oh, probably. And just remember, you can say whatever you want about mittens. Just don't write a song and sing about it. Why not? No, otherwise. Oh, that's right. That's right. We can't see. I forgot. It that's would shenanigans. Be like, or hooliganism, we need to free think. Pussy Riot, and we, we don't. Do. You know, it would be kind of cool if if Pussy Riot made something for mittens, because it's sort of like you know mittens and kittens. Uh, never mind. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Uh, I, I, I like you guys. this comment. I like this comment from the chat room. 
a two-year-old would do better than that jerk. Oh, it just—it's—it's it's endless. It just—it's such an affront to females, and it, actually, it's not even an affront to women. It's an affront to rational thinking human beings. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, how far back can they possibly step? And then he won't stop running. Even his own party is ducking. I don't know. You gotta wonder. So just think about that when you guys go to the polls, for the love of God, please. Dog tied to roof. Amazing vagina sperm killing. <laughs> just think about that. You don't need to go backwards, you guys. So he's still quiet. Yes, I, yes, I sir. am quiet. And I need to ask you. Uh-oh. What? Now, there's been a lot of Twitter flying around lately. <laughs> Twitter flying around? Twi- Twitter there's poop? been a lot of tweets <laughs> flying around. There have been. Nasty ones. So, it's we're back into that same thing where I am not who I really am. I don't know why this seems to bother this one group of women... I don't really get it, but over the weekend, there was this sad little contingency who sort of in a roundabout passive-aggressive way, because we're talking women and no one has the nads to say anything face-to-face, feels that I am a fake dom which when you really sit down and think about it, doesn't even make sense on a good day. So, but their point was, because I don't have my face splashed all over the Internet, and I'm not shaking my tail feather, and I'm not shoving my tits in a camera, that makes me fake. And I, what, what I think triggered it, which I think is really weird, I created this little South Park character of myself, and put it on Evil Dr. Sue's Twitter account. So it's like me, only I made myself as a South Park character, which I thought was kind of funny. Well, apparently it offended them. <laughs> I, I, They felt that that is the worst thing that you can do, and you know, I was immediately unfollowed by everyone, not that I'm heartbroken because I unfollowed them too because really I don't need the negativity on my timeline. What is getting on my nerves, though, is all of these ladies who keep fighting and bitching and scratching each other's eyes out. First of all, girls, I have a word for you guys. Number one, I am too old to play these games, seriously. I am like, high school's long over for me. But even putting that to one side, I want you guys to think about something before you start trashing another dog. Unless this girl has out and out been rude to you, and that happens, why are you attacking another female? Ladies, you make yourselves look so bad when you do that. Because no matter who you are, as a female, if you're going to be a true dom, if you want to talk about real and fake... 
A true dom respects other women. They don't run conspiracy theories and and just sit there like a bunch of cats feeding on a dead fish. It's it's ridiculous. So keep this in mind. Perhaps the reason why there are girls online who buy content, because that was another one of their little issues, who buy content because we all have our demons. Right, Joe? Yes, we do, Dr. Sue. We all have our demons. And is it possible that perhaps that person, maybe years ago, was with a boyfriend who treated her very badly and threw acid in her face? And her face somewhat melted and burned. So that incident, perhaps, is what turned her into a dom. Because as you all know, we are all both. So think about that before you guys go jumping around saying someone could be fake or someone isn't. Remember... When it comes to online domination and phone sex domination and any other phone sex, just straight-up phone sex, it is a fantasy world, people. Yes, there's doms out there who are doing cam work. Go ahead. But don't damn someone who isn't. It doesn't make them any less of a dom. So I want you guys to think about that before you start acting ridiculous. And I am now off my soapbox. Because everybody's going piss on that. I want to get into this financial domination-y stuff. So, I also want to say hi to Sheila. Sheila's back. Sheila was offline for quite a while because her computer broke. So I'm glad Sheila's here. And I'm going to say hi to everybody in the chat room. And is Muffy there? Muffy's there? Yes, Muffy's there. And I'm going to say hi to the Gina sisters. The Gina sisters are new. They're very funny. They're on Twitter. If anyone gets a chance, you really should friend them because they are totally hilarious. And other than that, I want you guys to sit back and relax, and we're going to head into this, and we're going to be talking to Mistress Kiara. I want you guys to call in, 646-478-3644. We are going to be asking her some very controversial questions. Are you ready, Joe? I am ready. Yeah, baby. <gasps> you know, that kind of didn't sound like a drum roll. That one kind of sounded like thunder. Uh, we'll have to work <laughs> on that. Yeah, baby. Mr. Ciara, <laughs> are you on the line? I am on the line. Hey, nobody asked me if I was ready. <laughs> Are you ever not ready? That's true. And I'm never not ready. Precisely. Well, after our technical, major technical foobody doodah here, I think it's about time we got into our topic, everybody. We are going to be discussing financial domination with the lovely and illustrious Miss Tress Kiara. So, first question for you, my dear. And I'm playing the idiot, so I am the I am vanilla girl. Okay. <laughs> Let's pretend you don't know anything. 
That's right. I know nothing because it's better that way. I'm laughing ready? because I know you know so much. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll just let everyone think that. So what is financial domination? Well, the simple version is it's men giving, well, subs in general, financial subs of any gender, giving money to doms or female doms of any gender because they want to, because that's their kink. That's what they like. So so what's the difference? How would you separate that from just a guy giving a girl money as a gift? That's what I was going to say. What makes you different from a sugar baby? Yeah. Or are you asking what makes it different from marriage? Or no, like you know how sugar babies, (laughs) um, men will put a woman up in a condo and pay for everything for her. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I know. Um, So what's the difference between her and what you do? I know sugar babies are often seen as like, you know, I don't want to say submissives, but I know a lot of them, and I know that a lot of them sleep with their sugar daddies, and Mm -hmm. that's not something I would do, and I know that's not something that a lot of female dominants would do in the femdom world, financial domination world, that is. So do you think you are absolutely and completely different from a sugar baby, and that's what makes it different is the fact that you don't have sex with the guy, but a sugar baby does? No, I mean, that's not the only thing that's different, of course. Like, (laughs) Britt says, no, I don't have sex with my slaves either. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think that the sugar daddies, and this is just in my experience, which is very limited with the sugar daddy, sugar baby world, but Mm. from what I've seen on the outside is, I, they don't seem to be of a submissive mindset. They don't say, I'm giving you this because you're my dominant and I want you to be happy and I want you to have more than me. They say more so, I'm giving you this because I want your company. And your twat, usually. What's that? And your twat, usually. Oh, twat. I thought you said caught. Because, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, some girls are caught in it. I don't think that many can get out of the sugar baby world unless they, you know, do some drastic changes in their lives because they become dependent on it. So do you think it's something where with a sugar baby, usually sugar babies would be submissive because in that sort of scenario, usually the male is being the aggressor and he's being the one that's paying for everything and he's calling all the shots, whereas in financial domination it's completely different. It's the opposite of that. Yeah, that seems... I mean, that seems like it could be a general rule, but of course there's, you know... Oh, there's, gonna, there's to always rule. exceptions to everything. I agree with you there. It's, that's always going to be different. Always, always, Look, always. From my understanding, that does sound correct, though. Cool. How long have you been doing this? Let's see. I first got my little toesies wet in 2005. I was 18. So how did, like, what happened? Um, funny story. My girlfriend in my first year of college said, this is something I'm doing. Why don't you try it? And so I was like, wait, you're doing what now? Wait, you can do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I felt like it had been for years that I've always loved, you know, getting gifts and and receiving, 
you know, presents from people and, and money and even just like family at Christmas. And I felt so dirty because they always tell you, you know, there's the stigma against accepting money from people. You're supposed to say, no, thank you. You know, thank you. You don't have to do that for me. But I loved it, you know. Right. And I felt so bad about it. And then mm-hmm. when my friend came to me, well, yeah, I mean, I felt like like I was being greedy somehow. Okay. And then when my friend came to me with this thing, I said, so wait, this thing that I like, guys like the opposite of it too, so we can totally get along and we can make each other happy. And <laughs> I didn't know that existed. And with the wonderful world of the Internet, I don't have to, you know, go on Craigslist and be like, come to my house or come shopping with me. I can just talk to these guys online and get to know them first. So why why can't just any woman do this? Like, can't some could 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 any woman do this? Like, why don't these guys go to their girlfriends or their wives? I actually don't know. Um, I've actually done some uh, with my subs. Some of them are either married or have a girlfriend, and they've come to me saying, "Mistress, how do I get my wife or significant other to do this?" And I'm like, well, you talk to her because relationships involve communication. <laughs> or you have them call me and I help them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you can't say it, I can. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, it's, let me give you another uh, another piece of information in case anybody's thinking of this. It really doesn't work with a girlfriend and it doesn't work with a wife. And the reason being is, for the most part, a certain segment of financial domination is based on loss of control and fear. And you're not going to have that with someone that you trust that much. So that element is going to be missing when it's with a girlfriend or a wife. And I think that is the reason why it just, it for some reason, doesn't work. Now, I've seen it work with ex-wives. They're great. I've had I've seen women who once they got divorced, the guy all of a sudden becomes super submissive and then, you know, boom. She's she's financially dominating him through the lawyers and whatever else. And you can go, "Oh, well, that's the same thing as them divorcing." No, I'm talking about they're sitting in the room, the lawyers leave the room, and he knows or she knows that he's weak for her feet. So she's manipulating him underneath the table with her foot, and she's going, and you're going to give me more this week, aren't you? That works. Well, damn it, now I want to get married. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Lie down till that goes away. Trust me. <laughs> you don't want to go down there. Well, Dom Zen wrote in um, on Twitter, a while back when I've been asking the questions for this last week on Twitter about what everybody thinks. And I asked the question, why do men do this? And she said, the men who call me claiming to be into financial domination only last a minute or two before they blow their load. I think they really secretly hate women. I think that's kind of an interesting concept. I think they really secretly hate women. So thinking of them as money-hungry bitches gives them a reason to blow and go. I have much more intimate and long calls with those into feminization or oral worship. Maybe you're not getting the right subs? Could be. No, but I mean, I think she's just saying that for her, 
the financial domination guys don't seem to stay on the phone, and she has she seems to enjoy the feminization guys more, which is you know. Well, that's fine. That, that's, just, that's what I mean. That's just each... There is so many... That's another thing. This is another reason why you guys shouldn't be fighting. <laughs> and the other thing is, don't fight with me. I am not... All I do is promote you guys. I, I am the last person to be fighting with. But um, what you guys need to remember with this is there are at least... If you want to go really small, five submissive males for every financial dom. And that's really being small. So think about that, because there are different doms for different tastes, and everyone has a different taste. So you can't go, oh, this broad over here is horrible, or she's ugly, or she's fat, or she's stupid. It doesn't matter. Someone, some submissive out there is going to find her hot, wonderful, and wants to give her everything. Mind your business. (laughs) Learn to mind your business, girls. Another one we had... um, this came in from in in answer also to why do men do this? One of the subs wrote in and said, "I love the thought of manipulation and trigger words used on me to submit to the woman I give my money to." Does that sound about right? That's one of the aspects of it. I mean, what else? I like. I why like do you think men do it? Why do I think men do it? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I know that there's a different... I've, I've been talking to so many guys for so long that there's just so many different reasons. My favorite reason is because I'm awesome and amazing and beautiful and all those other great adjectives, and they think I deserve it. That's my favorite reason, is they want to see me happy, and that makes them happy. But doesn't... Okay, so your feeling of greed when your family was giving you presents and cash for birthdays and stuff... Do you still feel greedy when you get presents from these guys? I did at first until I realized that it's not me taking, it's them giving. Like, I'm not reaching my hands into their wallets and taking it out. I mean, in real-time sessions, I sometimes do, but it's not me going, you know, give me all your money or I'm going to, you know, beat you up and kick you in the head or something stupid. <laughs> it's them going, mistress, I want you to have this. It will make me happy to see you have this or to give you this gift. Mm-hmm. So it's more, it makes me feel good about it because they want me to be happy. And so I'm happy. Because I think oh. that's one of the main roots of submission is wanting your top to be happy. What do you say about the other aspect? of financial domination where you have things like blackmail or um, some fear element put into it. Oh, you said my favorite word. (laughs) (laughs) Did I say blackmail or blackmail? (laughs) You said blackmail. Either one. (laughs) Both are fine. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I like blackmail a lot because uh, like the first person that wrote in, she's she's right. A lot of guys that are curious about financial domination, they get scared. And I don't think it's that they hate women. I mean, I'm sure some do. But I find that the ones that get scared, they need a little pushing. And if a little pushing includes, hey, I have your phone number, dumbass, don't hang up, I'm okay with that. <laughs> and I know that the relationships based on fear are a bit different. I mean, 
they'll have elements of the same thing, obviously, because it's still part of financial domination. But when it's based on fear and blackmail and all those good things, they tend to be more subservient. But sometimes they also tend to be a bit more bitchy. <laughs> like, uh-huh. oh, I'm on this payment schedule. I pay you $100 every week. Why aren't you talking to me very much? You should be talking to me this much every week. <laughs> so they're topping from the bottom, which is what that's called. Yeah, basically topping from the bottom, to use big girl terms. <laughs> and for the vanilla people, what is topping from the bottom? Go for it. <laughs> it's topping from the bottom. So you claim to be a sub, and you come to me and say, this is my submissive fantasy, and do it exactly like this. You're telling me the top to do what you want to do as the bottom. And e- even though I'm paying, I'm more like I'm keeping the power and asking for a service rather than just giving you some things and saying whatever. Yeah, it's more like I'm paying you to perform a service, so perform it right, rather than I'm paying you because you're dominant and I like some of the fetishes you have, so dominate me however it would please me. But these are my limits, which is legitimate you know, for a sub to say. Topping from the bottom is more, this is my list of things, and don't do it wrong, and I'll tell you if you do it wrong, and then I'll whine. What's your opinion of the men who come to you to be dominated? It's different for everyone. I mean, I'm going to say that a lot. <laughs> I do say that a lot. But <laughs> I mean, like I said, I love the ones that are, are wanting me to be happy, and that's why they're, you know, tributing me. And I like the ones that say, you know, these are some of the fetishes that I see you have, and I share them. Let's play, because that's always fun. The girls always like to play, too. Then, well, but is there is there ever anything that these guys do that that are that's repulsive to you? Oh, sure, but uh, they can find somebody else who'll do it. <laughs> so do you? I so mean, if someone came to you and and want, in his particular kink was something that you found gross, would you engage him and just take the money and sort of stick it out, or no? No. I mean, I've I've told guys straight up on the phone, that's not something I do, that's not something I enjoy. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and so I mean, no it's way. not like, no way. I mean, it's not like I I need the money so badly that I'm going to do something repulsive just because I need the money. That's not, that, to me, that's not financial domination. That's more like a job, and jobs aren't fun. <laughs> I want to have fun. So do you find what you do fun? Like you, you know, oh, for the most part, do you enjoy what you do? Definitely. I mean, if I didn't, I really wouldn't do it. And I know that sounds cliche and everything, but it's just if I don't enjoy it, then what's been keeping me here since '05? Exactly. So, in answer to a question that I put out on Twitter this week. Um, which is, do you think there are female pay pigs? And pay pigs are, there's so many monikers that are out there for people who engage in financial domination. Um, What are some of them? There's money slave, there's pay pig, there's, what else? Pay pig is the big one. It's the in one right now. 
And then, like you said, Money Slave, Cash Slave, um, Fin Sub, Financial Sub. Yeah, ATM, Human ATM. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what Goddess Marley said in response to that was she had lots of guys pretending to be girls, but only <laughs> ever had two 100% female money slaves. And she said it's almost a confusing situation for a femdom. Have you ever had a female slave? I have had one, and it is a little confusing because when I first started out, I was 100% female supremacy. And so as a female supremacist, when I got asked to dominate a female submissive, my brain kind of reeled. I'm like, but females are dominant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not some cute. So, you know, we talked a little bit, and basically she taught me the value of femdom supremacy over female supremacy. Like, I see now that there are women who are just as inferior as men. And on the flip side of that, there are men who are just as dominant as women if they want to call themselves that and if they do it right. So in other words, there's there's someone for everyone out there, isn't there? Oh, absolutely. Isn't that just me pie in the skying it? Isn't that lovely? Aw, we sound Isn't so that sweet. nice? <laughs> Flip side so. is there's 6.2 billion people in the world. Good luck finding them. <laughs> <laughs> so true. That's why we have Facebook. That's right. <laughs> So do you, let me ask you a question, and actually, I want you to think about this, because I've got a couple of of, um, people who gave me their answers to this. One of the things that I posed this week was, do you guys feel responsible for the men who are coming to you? Do you feel responsible to them? In other words, do you play within limits or anything like that, or do you feel that you are somehow abusing them? And Mistress Sherry Elizabeth was very strong on this. She said she felt very, very strong about the fact that she doesn't take advantage of men because they ask for it. And what else have I got here? Oh, Be Bad Entertainment on Twitter said she doesn't feel bad. No, at the end of the day, no one forced them at gunpoint. They asked for it. We give it, or should I say take it. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, mean, that's exactly right. I do always play within limits. So, like, when we're on TeamViewer, which is something I enjoy sometimes, I don't, if they say, this is my limit, mistress, I can't go above $1,000 today. Okay, but what is, okay, what's TeamViewer? All right, TeamViewer is where I download the program, TeamViewer, and you download the program, TeamViewer, and then... You give me your password, and then I have control of your computer. Like, my mouse moves the mouse on your screen, and my my keyboard types things on your screen. And my mouse will take me to your PayPal. So essentially what you're doing is taking over their computer so that you can then go in and and take money from his bank account and put it into yours or whatever, right? Right. Carry on. So in that regard, I do respect limits. However, I don't feel bad because they can close that team viewer window whenever they want to. They say, mistress, 
take my money, and then they give it to me. They give me the way to take it. And even through team viewers, they are completely in control because they can just hit that little X and block me out of their program. Have well, you ever something... ruined anybody? Have you ever caused a man to go into bankruptcy or taken everything that he's had? No, that's silly. What could the ruined pig to me? <laughs> what, well, I know, but I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of women who do do that. So I was just curious as to... Because um, there's some women who actually base their financial domination uh, business on that's what they do. They ruin guys, and guys love being ruined. There's not a lot of them out there that like being ruined, but you've never done that? Mm, I have not personally taken every last red cent from a man, no. I have. Outed- do you think that makes you less of a financial dom? No, I don't think so. I think it's just a different style. Not every man wants to be ruined. <laughs> but you're playing but you're playing within rules and parameters and there are some that would say that you by playing within rules and playing within their budget, you are then not really financially dominating them. That's fair, they can say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean the way I see it personally is I like long term subs. I like my pet to be my pet for as long as I want my pet to be there. So if I go on our first date, even if that's a team viewer date or if it's an in-person date, and I go, give me all the money in your bank account, turn in all your stocks, you know, sell your house and give me all the money, then they can't pay their bills, then they can't afford gas in their car to go to work, then they can't be of use to me anymore. And that's that's a short relationship right there. And I know that there are some guys that would do that, I know that there are some guys that would, you know, if I said that, they would take me to their bank and take out all their information, hand me that stack of cash, and then, then what? I don't know. <laughs> but why? Why wouldn't you do that? If someone wanted you to do that, and they and he said, "I'm going to give you everything I own," would you do it? Well, sure. If that was stated from the beginning, this is what I want. But again, I don't know. Relationship doesn't appeal to me because I prefer the relationship aspect right. with my pet. I don't, I mean, drive-by tributes are nice and everything, but I like to know a little bit about the ATM that I'm taking money out of. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you like to develop a relationship with these guys? It's not just grab and go? Right. What do you think of the term rinsing? Because rinsing is used for financial domination. Do you think it's a good term or do you think it's just a a bad term? Don't call me a bimbo, but I haven't heard that one. Really? You've never heard yeah. the term rinsing? No. Oh, that's the latest thing. Rinsing, I this is how I look at it. I don't think rinsing is good. Rinsing is apparently the young girls and stuff who are jumping on to financial domination um, and they're begging for money. So I liken rinsing to a street corner hooker, and financial domination to an escort. Hmm. I guess we just called those instadoms when I started. (laughs) There you go. Same thing. But they're begging. They're online. They're begging for money, which is not something a financial dominatrix does, right? Right. And I've I've heard stories, too, of these instadoms, because that's what I like to call them, 
uh, not just begging, but emotionally blackmailing or, or guilt tripping their subs. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's cool either. Like, so telling them a sob story and getting them to give them all their money and. Oh, I've come to depend on you. I've, I've come to depend on you for my bills, and if you don't pay me this five hundred dollars today, I'm not going to be able to pay my bills. And uh, yeah, ah, uh, not... the passive aggressive move. That sounds exactly. more like a sugar baby to me. Exactly. That's, that's, what, that's what they're doing, and that's the term that they've been given. The reason why I asked you about the the bankruptcy and whether you would do that or not is because there was a girl on Twitter not that long ago who was trying to get the she was trying to get financial doms to speak to her because her father had succumbed to a dom and he went bankrupt and the entire family fell apart. What do you think about that? I think it's very unfortunate that that man doesn't know self uh, self respect and self control. <laughs> because yeah, other people are affected by what you do. But That's do you feel responsible? Thing. Okay, in the case of that guy, put yourself in the Dom's shoes. Do you feel responsible for his um, putting himself and his family in that position? I feel bad, but I don't feel responsible because he comes to me and he says, this is what I want, this is what I'm willing to do. And to me, honestly, words are just words. So when any time a guy says, you know, all my money I have is in my PayPal account and I want you to take all of it, which has happened, I go, okay. But in the back of my head, I'm thinking, sure, all the money you brought out to play with today is in your PayPal account. And the rest of it's in a bank account that I don't get to see because that's the responsible way to play. So that's how I'm assuming you're going to play. But that's, okay, so that's an assumption. But what if this guy has an addiction issue? Uh, Addiction is is very common in financial domination, in all domination, actually. But uh, that's the hard point because that's one of the reasons why I don't really like ruining someone. That's why I don't really like saying, you know, go sell off your house and and live off ramen for me. Because that's not sustainable, for one. And for two, for all I know, like you said, they have a family that they're trying to support. Just because they tell me they're single doesn't mean they are. What would you say to the wife and family of one of your um, submissives, if you had the chance? Keep a shorter leash. <laughs> I mean, it sounds cool, but honestly, if it's that much of an addiction, then they need to be watched. It's like it's like how a wife of an alcoholic keeps alcohol out of the house. If he can't handle it, keep the Internet out of the house or get one of those net nanny things and don't tell him the password to it because it is an addiction. It's, it's an emotional addiction. It's not a physical addiction like, you know, cocaine or heroin. It's an emotional addiction. It's a mental addiction. So do you think part of the the responsibility falls on the wife as well because she doesn't have a short leash on him? No, I mean, I definitely completely blame him. But once she finds out, if she decides to stay with him, then that would be my suggestion to her is to keep a short leash on him and watch him. Like, I don't blame the wife of an alcoholic for him being an alcoholic. That's his fault. But if she wants to help him, then she's got to help him. What do you... 
so what would you say to her? Just, you know, you, you've made, you know, wh- what would you say to her if you had part of her money? Does that make you feel bad? If you knew a guy gave you, okay, say, for example, a financial sub is going along paying you regular amounts, right? And in so doing, causes his own bankruptcy. Do you think it's still part of the wife's responsibility? You didn't know this is what he was doing, okay? You are totally and you are completely did not know this is what he was doing. Would you feel responsible or do you think there's something that, or do you think the wife is responsible or just him? Well, the wife could be partially responsible if they have joint funds. Like, I know when a lot of people get married, they share bank accounts and if that is from her shared bank account, she should probably be watching where the money is going. At least check in once a month, ladies. <laughs> That's your money, too. Do you ever think men are giving you their money as a way to get back at their wives? Hmm. That's an interesting point of view. I didn't ever consider that. Oh, I've I've spoken with men who have done just that. Really? Who have, they have, in fact done it on purpose because they're coming up to a settlement and don't want the wife to have it. <laughs> so they will literally blow through it all because they don't want her to have it. So here, you have it. Those are the rare triple seven jackpot moments. But yeah. Ah. Yes. Where they're like, but yeah, I've talked to guys who have done that. that that's, that's honestly been their... Um, their MO, if you will, is the fact that, you know, I'm sitting on this chunk of cash, it's going to go to her in the divorce settlement, and I'll be damned if it's going to her in the divorce settlement, so I'm just going to dole it out over here. Vindictive, isn't it? It is. Do you think any woman can be a financial dom? I think any woman can try, but I don't think any woman can be successful. What do you think the qualities are? For one, you have to like it, and for two, you have to get over that guilt because, as it was mentioned in the chat room, a lot of vanilla girls are probably going to feel that guilt that I felt at first. And for three, you have to work hard. It's not easy. What do you consider working hard? Because if I'm just sitting on the sidelines, I'm thinking, how? I'll just go out, throw up a website, you know, just start talking to guys here and there on Facebook and whatever, and they'll all just start pouring money on me. Yep, that's what a lot of the the rinsing girls think, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) (laughs) So there's uh, more to it than that. Well, for one, a website's hard work. I mean, if you just just pour out a crappy little website, that's not going to attract anything. You have to get your pictures done or buy your content if that's the way you want to play. Either way. What do you think of girls who do the content, who buy their pictures? Like you said before, it's not something I do, but I don't have any reason to. If I were, you know, I mean, even look at it this way. If I'm a beautiful woman, but I used to be a political figure and I'm thinking of doing that again, I'm not going to want my face out there but I still want to play with my fetish, so why wouldn't I buy content? There you go. 
And the other thing is, the reason why I don't put my face out there is because I want you people to listen to me. Don't look at me. Listen to what I have to say. So there. <laughs> don't get so dazzled by our good looks that you just tune out. That's right. I just, you know, I, I can't. You would all be so overcome that I just couldn't do that to you. We would be weeping. It would, it would. It would just be, it would be like, you know, dare I say, because I am not really religious, the second coming. <laughs> yes, I'm burning in hell. That's okay, but I won't be alone. Have you ever had a pay pig feel remorse after they've gone too far? Oh, yeah, that's great. Have you ever given a <laughs> refund? <laughs> Honestly. I have never given a refund. But have I've been asked for a refund. For a refund? <laughs> I've definitely been asked for a refund. And I've definitely told them, be a man, be a grown-up, put on your big boy panties, and take responsibility for what you did yesterday. Even though they're whining, even though they're saying, but, you know, my child isn't going to eat tonight. I doubt that that's true, for one. But, yeah, even if they're saying that, you're just no better than the guilt-tripping dom who says, I'm not going to be able to afford my bills because you can't pay me. So do you don't feel any remorse or anything if you actually took the money from his child? If I had a way to verify that that was actually the case, if I could go into everything that they owned and see that they have a child that physically will not be able to eat because they paid me too much, then I would feel sad about it. But until I'm given that proof, like Britland says, we've dealt with a lot of pay pigs and they all have the same sob stories. Mm-hmm. Get more inventive, guys. <laughs> What if you heard from, like, the wife? Yeah, have oh, you I ever? Have. I have, yeah. Um, they get pissed. Because, <laughs> I mean, especially if it's a wife, because in the U.S., unless you have a prenuptial agreement, I believe that everything is considered to be shared, so those guys are giving away their wife's money, too. It's not But just. being a female supremacist, doesn't that somehow shit on her and therefore is now it's not a level playing field which it actually should be because we're supposed to respect each other right see that's why i said i'm a femdom supremacist instead of a female supremacist but that uh my first female sub taught me the rule that female supremacy is kind of (laughs) silly and i mean if you believe in it that's okay not not anybody who does if she was a supremacist, what is she doing letting him have money anyway? Right. If she believes, if if I were to believe that females were inherently superior in every way, then she probably wouldn't be married to the dumbass for one. And if she was, she'd have his bank account dry and have it all for her and give him an allowance. <laughs> <laughs> we have a caller. Are we going to try and take a, a question? Are you ready? I'm ready. Hello, you're in bed with Dr. Sue and Mistress Kiara and Joe. We're crowded here. Hi, this is actually Erotic Goddess, um, a.k.a. Britland in your chat room. Hello, Erotic Goddess, how are you? I'm good. My girl Pig, who really does exist, 
was going to be here, and she's having issues catching the show. Um, well, but, we did have a lot of technical issues at the beginning, as you were, as you well know. So that could have been one of the issues right there. Um, but what I think is really cool is I've had a lot of people when I started posing the question about are there female money slaves. Um, I had a lot of men actually go, we don't think they actually exist. And you are working with one right now. As a matter of fact, you Absolutely. guys won the the Pet of the Month contest because you were the only ones that entered for this We month. won? Oh, you so won. happy to know she won. Yeah. I think she's in the <laughs> chat room trying to listen. I want to mute my monitor here so that I'm not echoing. Um, but I have to say that I really agree with a lot of the things that Mistress Kira is saying in terms of the fact that we know who's giving us this money. We've established that we have a common bond and we have an interest and that there are things that we can teach them in terms of moderation, control. Um, once the trust is established between a sub and a dom, in my opinion, then you can really get crazy with fantasies like home wrecking or blackmail without actually ever breaking any laws and doing so. And in my opinion, that's how I handle those particular situations. It's strictly fantasy. And I hold the innocent harmless, and I make sure that I know who's paying me. So we know who we're talking to. We don't just take money off of anybody, randomly drive-bys. If, if they don't message, that's one thing. But for the most part, there is a give and take between a mistress and her pet. And there is an interaction going on for the amount of gifts and monies that are exchanged. There's nothing for nothing. Oh, that's good. That's good. I understand I'm playing devil's advocate, so uh -huh. I, you don't know, you're preaching to the choir to me, but. Cool. I, that's I already just get my that. opinion. And no, and, and, and I happen to agree with that, even from a psychological standpoint, um, from an addiction standpoint. Mm -hmm. No one is putting, and this is what I tried to explain to this girl who was trying to talk to the doms and was actually pissing them all off. Because um, I think she was quite young and didn't know how to, obviously didn't know how to approach anybody properly. Um, what I was trying to explain to her was, even in the case of an addiction, you it, it always is going to fall back onto him. He's the one that made the decision to keep going. He's the one that ruined your family. It had nothing to do with the dominatrix. I'm just trying to, you know, get everybody's cents worth in in the sense of do you guys ever do you ever feel bad taking money no never and i want to preface that personally in saying my very first pig found me now i am an online who's transferred into real time so i did things backwards and i battled with the validity and you're not a real dom and all the haters and you know what, I just did my thing and I kept on my path and I let my haters be my motivators. I don't have time for drama. I don't have time for anything petty. And if somebody's got a problem, and you know, I'll try to solve it diplomatically. If I'm wrong, I'll apologize. And if not, I'm going to move about my day and, and do my thing. So I've had a lot of flack, but I just didn't let it get in my way. And there is a lot of anger and a lot of misunderstanding with crossover, with um, online versus real time. And honestly, like you guys said, 
everybody's platform is valid. It's what they have to offer that matters. It's not how they offer it. So I can absolutely understand everybody's side from that. Um, and I do. I don't feel guilty because I know I'm that there's a give and take, and I'm protecting them, and I am teaching them, and I'm letting them explore their fetish and learn about certain things without losing everything they have, without going crazy. You know, I find out if they have kids, if they have family, because I get to know them. I ask questions. My pigs talk to me very thoroughly. Oh, you have um, to. <laughs> so then that's just how I do things. So I don't want to take up too much time, but my question about chastity for the girl pig mm-hmm. is maybe not appropriate on air, or maybe it is because this is about female issues and chastity. No, go ahead. And I don't want to offend anybody, but that's my concern is female hygiene and okay. chastity and what kind of things. Like, does she need to talk to a doctor? How do I make sure that she is safe and, you know, pristine? All you, you've so got to make sure that she's always obviously cleaning it. In the mm-hmm. case of the thing with men, because they have outies, Mm-hmm. It's a little bit easier for them to stay caged and, you know, just kind of wash around the cage or take it off once a week. With her, I, what I would be suggesting is it should come off every day to be washed, and she needs to be washed because it just Perfect. you can't. We have innies, and you just you exactly. can't screw around with it. You can't. That's why I wanted no to ask, and that was, you know, I actually would like to probably discuss this with you um, a lot more in depth, maybe just for information or or even a session with her, too. Because I don't want to take her into something that I'm not thoroughly versed in and know that I can protect her in the same respect. I want to make sure everything is done properly. And honestly, I've heard one of your shows, and I tried and tried to get back and hear another one and couldn't get in the chat room, but the one I heard was on Cassidy with Footboy Don and his mistress, and I loved it. And one of the things you said was, dick, 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 dick. Talking you about want to know where that came from? That I actually comes that. from um, Reservoir Dogs. That's where I got that from. Okay, but I loved it. And everything you said in that show resonated with me so much. That's why I followed you on Twitter. That's why I'm here now. Um, and that's why I'm asking questions about my girl pig, who I really genuinely care about and am invested in and am enjoying this journey. So I want to do my homework with her. I want to make sure I'm prepared and I have the information that she needs and can anticipate certain things just by taking the time to research because as a dom, it's your responsibility to take care of your pets. And that goes along with whether or not the kids got food on the table. That's just part of the program. If if you run your pigs right and you do, you hold the innocent harmless and you keep an eye on everything, then everybody can have fun and nobody gets hurt. What would you say to someone who said that because you guys are being so nice to your subs, you're not real doms? Um, I would say what define real dom to me and get the fuck over it. I don't give a fuck what you think. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm me. Exactly. But I want to hear Kiara. Now, I want to hear you, girl. And I'm going to shut up now. I just want to listen, so... (laughs) <laughs> this was awesome. And I do have more questions, but I want to hear more. I was just shocked at how much we had in common. So I'm very curious to hear more from other people and you know, see if there are different methods. I thought I was really unique, and it's so refreshing to see that I'm not because 
I think I'm more real than any dom that's going to ruin somebody, drive them in the street, and just run away. What kind of person is that, really? Mm. I mean, at the end of the day, now, and different people have different methods, and I'm not knocking anybody, and I'm not a hater. But I, I couldn't do that to somebody consciously. My first pig, unfortunately, was a huge pig and a whale on the end of a ruination. I didn't even know anything about it. I was vanilla when he found me. Findom found me 10 years ago, and I didn't know a thing about any of Dom or anything. I was vanilla as it can be. Mm-hmm. He was at the tail end of ruination, and he was already there, and I didn't know it, and I finished. I was his last straw, and then he told me that, and I was heartbroken, and I actually left it for a long time. And I've got a long story that I'm not going to share here, but I'd love to someday. Um, but I'll tell you, a true dom is emotionally invested in her pigs to the point that some days we cry, some days we laugh, some days we rejoice, some days we feel the pain our pigs feel. It's a lifestyle. It's a process. It's something we share with them. And they get every dime of what they give, and it's truly an exchange. That's my opinion. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And tell everybody where you, they can find you. Um, you can find me on Night Flirt, actually. I'm Erotic Goddess. And you can find me on Twitter and Facebook and with Dr. Seuss' Twitter line. You'll see me on there a lot. That's a good place <laughs> to find me. I'm Brittany, though, or Goddess Brittany. Thank and you for thank you for your that. time. And yeah, no, I, I I love the fact that you called in. That's awesome. Your views are great, and thank you a lot for calling in. Honestly, thanks. Perfect. Rick. I'm going to listen to the rest of your guys' show, and I want to hear more of of your guest host. So I'm going to hang up and thank you so much. Much respect. Okay, see ya. Got us out. <laughs> thanks. That so, was great. You tell me something, Missy. How does everybody find you? Are you going to be oh, around? What's going on with you? <laughs> well, um, sad news is I can't give away my Yahoo screen name anymore because I got an Internet stalker. Oh, and, no. Yeah. So now Ew. I have to sell my brand new Yahoo screen name on Night Flirt. And it's Do you want to put it out there? Huh? Do you want to put it out there? Like, Do you think right now? you should put the new one out? I don't know. Because it's you know like it. soccer boy could listen to this, right, right. So that's what I'm saying. Is I wouldn't suggest doing it. What's your website? My website is mistresskiarasdungeon.com. dot com. Kiara spelled how? K i a r a. There you go, Mistress I'll... Kiara's Dungeon. Make sure you go visit. She has lots of really good clips. Don't forget, a lot of these girls are doing clip work and they're putting stuff in on Clips for Sale and King Bomb and there's all kinds of stuff out there. So, you're not a gold digger, are you? What's that? You're not a gold digger, are you? No, I don't pick my nose at all. (laughs) (laughs) I I love puns. I'm sorry. I can't suppress it. Oh, don't suppress it. It's who you are. Are you kidding? But no, I don't consider myself a gold digger. I don't date guys for money. Someone's crackly. Is that me? I don't know. I have no idea. On this thing, it could be anything. Right. (laughs) Government listening in for tips on how to make money. 
There you go. <laughs> or who to Don't look give for. Give him any ideas. <laughs> well, my sweet, thank you so much for being our special guest, and thank you for coming back after our horrendous first shot at this. Oh, any time. I had a lot Because it fun. really did turn into a bitch fest the first time we tried this, but... Yay, we did it again, even with technical difficulties. Woohoo! Yeah, and I know Footboy Don uh, listened to the first one, and he said he didn't hate it, so it must not have been <laughs> terrible. It couldn't have been that bad. There you go. We're always our worst critics. Remember that. That's true. Very true. So thank you so much for calling in. Everybody hit up, please, mistresskiarsdungeon.com. Go say hi. You can hit her up on Twitter as, what are you, at Domina Chiara, right? Yep, Domina Chiara. Just like my screen name on Facebook and in the chat room, actually. There you go. So look, if you can see her in the chat room, just go. That's her Twitter handle right there. So thank you so much for for being here and being our special guest. And and like I said, don't shoot the messenger. And (laughs) I told you. I I warned you, so it only could be fair. Oh, I know. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me. I did have a lot of fun, even though you stumped me with a couple of your questions. (laughs) I told you. (laughs) But that's good. Keeps you on your toes. (laughs) Can't just be adorable. I have to also have a brain, right? Or it doesn't count. That's right. (laughs) Exactly. So, thank you, my sweet. We shall talk to you very soon. Alrighty, I'll hang out in the chat room for a little while afterward. Cool. Bye for now. See you later. Now, Joseph, are you still there or did you fall asleep? No, I'm still here. From the submissive side, why do you think men play the Findom world? Do you think it's that loss of control? Well, there's lots of people, so I'm sure there's lots of different reasons. Um, But basically, I think it comes down to money is power. People view money as power. So it truly is a power exchange. And that's really what a domination and submissive relationship is all about where the submissive exchanges power and gives it up to the dominant and has fun with it. But what do you think the turn-on is for men? It's that it's because that is being taken from them? It depends. Again, um, Mrs. Cara said that she actually has sessions where she takes money rather than them giving it to her. Mm -hmm. Um, So that, in their eyes, that might be, you know, just that either fantasy world that, you know, there's this real gold digger and she's coming and she's taking my money, um, and that's what turns them on. Maybe they were in a relationship like that, and that's you know what turn, what really gets them going but what's um, the difference between financial domination and being a stripper you know what i mean like they're they're standing up there people are throwing money at them 
but they're not financial. Well, I think really they are in a way. They're just doing it a different way, right? Mm, I think a stripper is more providing entertainment and a service. That is, the guy is going there to see a really attractive woman, you know, dance and pay attention to him and possibly get a lap dance or something else out of it. That's not necessarily the financial... um, So do you think a lot of financial guys actually get off going to strippers for that reason? Because she's sort of seductively taking it from you? Well, again, that's more of a take rather than a give. I'm sure that there are some. But, I mean, in terms of, like, if you're going to a strip or you're going to an escort, um, that's more um, a situation where you're really topping from the bottom. You know, if the stripper... again, it's, it's you're... It, you're yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, if, if the stripper's not coming there and she's not, you know, dancing in front of you or she's not, you know, doing something to to pay attention to you, she's not getting that money. Hmm. That's Where true. I, she's still working for the money. She is still working but for the money. But that's not fair because that's saying that a financial dominatrix isn't working for her money, and she is. She's seductively taking it from him. She's seductively playing him and pushing his buttons and and hitting his triggers. If it's done right. And again, that's more of a relationship, and I don't think at that point she's really taking the money from him. He's really giving it to her. Mm-hmm. That is, it, the, but again... If she's doing everything right and everything exactly like he wants it, and either he's told her that and she's doing it, or she's just kind of figured it out just by his reactions, he's still really in control of that, isn't he? True. So that's not, you know, that's again, he's in control. He's the one topping. It's just now he's paying for that service, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I mean, just wanted your male opinion, your male perverted pig opinion. <laughs> you have a penis that makes you a male pig. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, you know I had to play that one. Come on. Jeez, you're no fun. Oh, you used to be fun, you know. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, so now everyone knows, just so just so everybody is clear, because no one really wanted to play the Pet of the Month contest, um, we are shutting that one down. So the last winner will be um, an erotic goddess's femme pig. So I will be sending you, just so you can hear, Britt, um, I will be sending you an email with all the information in it. Probably tomorrow. So that's the end of Pet of the Month. Which just all it does is tell me that all of you submissive people out there are very, very, very bad. Which is kind of sad if you sit down and think about it. But our next show, just so everybody knows, 
is September the 4th, which is the Tuesday following. That's the long weekend, right? Do we know? I don't know. I work for myself. I don't know long weekends anymore. Fourth is the long weekend. The fourth is the long weekend. Well, no, it's not the long weekend. It's the day after. Yes. You know what I mean. It's the first day back to work and school, isn't it? For many. Da-da. Okay, so September the 4th, Tuesday, you guys have to be here because we are going to be discussing what doms really think of their subs. Now, this came from one of our listeners wanted to know what doms really thought of their subs. Like, in other words, what she finds thrilling about what she does, what she feels about jerk-off instructions and cock and ball torture and things like that. And we're going to be discussing that with, drumroll, Five seconds. <laughs> We're going to be discussing that with Queen Kitty. She's going to be our guest, and she is going to be telling us all her little dominatrix feelings. Feelings. So, are September we, the 4th, 10 p.m. Eastern. Be there. Are, and Are we, are we going to what? have a follow-up to that? What subs think of their doms? That would be cool. If I could get some, some subbies to call in, that would be awesome. We should do that. We should actually do it all in the same show, too. That so if anyone wild. wants to call in on that one, we can do that. That's a good idea. So there you go. So tomorrow night, Entune show. Everybody has to be there because I'm going to be there, of course. So Entune show, tomorrow night, 10 o'clock, with me and Ms. P. I'm going to be teaching you guys all about getting rid of your squirrels. That should make you all wonder what the hell I'm talking about. And how to use your mind to get what you want in life. So, congratulations to Angela, who is Brit's sub, who won. And just so that all you guys know, it's time for us to go. So we say goodbye to Muffy, and we say goodbye to Marley, and Roger, and Don, and Kiara, and Britt, and Sheila, and all our little guests who aren't talking but just listening. Time to clap your clappers, guys. Time to go to bed or get out there and rape wallets, whatever you're doing. So, say goodnight, Joe. It's time to say goodnight. Good night. <laughs> you're so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Joey to go to bed. He has to go and keep Wall Street running tomorrow. So I'm going to leave you guys in the chat room. You can listen to this really beautiful tune by, it's called Touch by Toronto's Rochelle Jordan, and it's from her EP, Pressure. And if you want to hit up and listen to the whole EP, it's on SoundCloud. So please do so, because it is an absolutely beautiful EP. So good night, everybody. Goodbye, John. Goodbye, Doctor Sue. Don't be scared. I'm
Tonight, if the love is real, doesn't make it alright. 